0: are you ready yeah i'm
1: ready do you want me to do it (laughs) Mimi, miney mo mo mo
0: mommy made me mush my m&ms yeah
1: hello everybody that was fast wasn't it
0: (laughs) no because you usually say like
1: you ready for this yeah i'm ready okay let's do this shit hello everybody and welcome to the let's get lost podcast it is me and it is danielle and it is us i didn't (laughs) like to do that let me do it again all right here we go hello everybody and welcome to the let's get lost podcast we are back and we are got shit i'm in my own head we got good stuff to talk about today (laughs) are you ready you gotta do that over
0: that was so bad i know mark just say i got
1: that energy drink
0: just say hello everybody and welcome back to the let's get lost podcast the
1: more i'm thinking of
0: you're joined by
1: yeah
0: yours truly Mark Gibbs, and the little sister and then i'll say
1: hello it's little sister. I got it. All right, here we go. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Let's Get Lost podcast. Once again, it is the little sister and I. Hello. How you doing?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm jacked up. It took me like four times to do that.
0: Yeah, I don't really know why you took an energy drink before doing this. I was sleepy. Oh.
1: I didn't sleep very good last night. Lindsay left me on the couch until 4.30 in the morning.
0: Oh, it's always Lindsay's fault, isn't it?
1: She could have woke my big ass up. You could have woke your big ass up. <laughs> I did at 4.30. <laughs> she's in and then I walk in the room and she's like, oh, did I, did you stay out there? So she's innocent in it.
0: This is fake news. I, at 1 a.m. said, okay, bedtime, like always. And then um, he refused to get up.
1: Well, apparently that's her story.
0: That sounds like the right story. It is a bit of a sad day in the guesthouse house today.
1: Yeah, we had death. We had death today. <laughs> Actually, we had five deaths today. Four. Was it only four? It was
0: four, yeah.
1: Yeah, we uh, were hatching out some baby peacocks, or pea chicks, as they're better known. For in... our neighbor. Yeah, for our neighbor, Nancy. And um, there was one that was getting out, and it pecked a little hole, and it kind of got stuck. Well, peacocks can get stuck. They have a very big... Thick thick, shell. Very thick boy (laughs) shell. And so we gave it a little help. It was very weak. Basically, it was stuck to itself. Um, It was all dried out, so we had to moisten it, and I kind of like massaged it and said nice things and tried to give it as much encouragement as I could. You know, come to think of it, um, warmth probably would have been better than all of those things combined. So anyway, so I've taken care of the bird and we did a good job for like a day and a half and i'm really surprised it even made it that long
0: yeah it was definitely trying to live it
1: was yeah you know, we so, tried uh, to save it of the six eggs
0: we got one
1: we got that one. hatched
0: early and was ready to party when it came out of that egg oh
1: yeah big and fluffy this thing was ready to go
0: it, it was too big for the incubator it was sitting on top of all the other eggs and yeah yeah so now nancy has the one peacock or pea chick Chick. is what they're called so apparently i'm not very good at this incubating thing anymore
1: yeah i think you got cocky (laughs) i
0: think our incubator got used too much and was cheaply made
1: very cheaply made it
0: did the job at first but now it's it's done
1: so either we're cooking well because they make it so we get a heartbeat like so essentially when you're incubating eggs You candle them. So you Mm -hmm. put a light on the bottom, and then you check for a heartbeat. Then you check for a couple stages. Yeah,
0: over time, you can see the actual bird. Like, you can start to see, like... Oh, everything. Yeah, everything.
1: Uh, The beak, you can see it move. All of it. And um, so we know we had them, and we know we had life. Mm -hmm. But I think what is happening is it's not the temperature that it says it is. Yeah, I think we got a temperature problem, and that's why they start out okay, mm-hmm. but once we change the temperature to make it for the next cycle of life, they're dying. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we gave Nancy the one, and the greatest thing about a peacock is the noise it makes when it's an adult.
0: Ah!
1: I'm not even kidding. That is Almost exactly what they sound like, three times as
0: loud. <laughs> three
1: times as loud to the point where it will go over a whole acre, and you can hear it like it's your neighbor. But the, it's nice. not. I so this isn't a dig on Nancy though. I, we love it. Love the we, peacock. We love the peacock. We love the listen to her sheep. Hers. She runs dogs, and it's the coolest thing ever to watch. She
0: does the sheep herding with her border collies.
1: There you go. See, she, Danielle knows what's Smartest it, what Smartest dogs called. ever. Yeah. To watch
0: her dogs go is amazing.
1: Well, and it kind of just makes you side-eye your own dogs. Oh, like, yeah. Did Nancy come
0: talk to us through the fence while her dogs are laying down perfectly, not making a sound, and our dogs are acting like it's the end of Animals. the world. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're screaming yeah. and hollering the whole time.
1: Bastards. <laughs> I mean, we love them dearly, of course, but it's just when you see another dog acting so good, it makes you really wonder where you failed. Especially when
0: your dogs are acting so badly. <laughs> yeah.
1: So their sheep like to come up to our chickens, and then our dogs like to run up on both and bark and scare everyone. Screaming and hollering. It's a whole thing over here.
0: It's like that video. Where it's like if people were to act like dogs. It's like, hey you! Hey
1: hey hey <laughs> yeah. hey! hey, hey. <laughs> Those would be our dogs, though. They'd be the loudest ones on the neighborhood. Yeah, barely walk in
0: your yard. Get out of my yard!
1: Are you cooped up? Me? Like, I'm getting cooped up, man. Right now? No, just didn't Well, yeah, right now, but ever all the time. Oh, I don't know. Ah, I just want to get out of here. I
0: mean, I could go somewhere.
1: Yeah, but you're homebody, though.
0: I really am. Because like if going somewhere means going without the dogs, and like that's hard, especially with Emma right now, that's really hard for me.
1: Emma's the old lab. Yeah, the she's
0: uh, Cody's lab. She yeah. he brought her here what two years ago, something like At that. At least. Yeah, and she has just completely stolen my heart.
1: <clears throat> well, because she's just the rudest old bitch ever. She's
0: old and fragile, so but what? she will fight no matter what. Who was, was it,
1: Gladys? Gladys, just think of an old sassy grandma. <laughs> That's that's Florence. Emma Roof just not giving any care. Yeah. Just oh well, there's food here. Excuse me. Get the hell out of my way. <laughs>
0: I'm going to eat this food. <laughs> yeah.
1: She will literally just sit down, look at you and bark at you until you give her a treat.
0: So she hates doors has this weird thing against doors. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she, she doesn't like them closed. Them. No. She
1: hates them closed. She will. So you close your door for a little privacy. She will come up and scratch the door until you open it. She'll push it open, mm-hmm. look around, and leave.
0: So the other nights, so the way my room is set up, I have the main door into my bedroom and then another door that goes into the bathroom, which then goes into the laundry room and then out. So it's just a long hallway. And so at night you have to close both doors in order to keep the dogs in and the cool air in because of the AC unit in the window. So the other night she is sleeping in the room and I have to I can't shut the doors all the way because if I do, she'll just scratch on them until you get up and open the door. So if you leave them at least just barely closed she can push them open so then you don't have to get up. So she's laying down, she gets up, pushes open the bathroom door, pushes open the laundry room door, walks out, walks around the hallway, back down the hallway, pushes open the main bedroom door and then lays like, back down.
1: That's amazing.
0: Within 15 seconds. Yeah. Just a quick little loop around, opened all the doors and laid back down.
1: The confidence only a queen can have.
0: And I literally looked over at Cody and I said, "You know what your dog just did?" <laughs> and he's Swin like, "He pushed a bitch. all the
1: doors open." Jeez. No, she's good. She's a good dog. Uh, love her. Yeah, we love our dogs. We wish they were as good as Nancy's, but we still love ours. <laughs> Nancy,
0: help. <laughs>
1: yeah. Lie
0: down. <laughs> lie down. I, I just think don't... that's what she says, but then the other day I thought she was saying something different. Yeah. Maybe it's like German or something.
1: <laughs> What's German for lie down? Bitch, it's real aggressive, whatever it is.
0: <laughs> Lee down? Lie down. Lie down.
1: Lean down.
0: leggin. Hin leggin. No, that's not what she that says. She probably she's... says lie down. Yeah,
1: she says lie down. Like I almost lie down <laughs> when she says it. It's the the the, the authority Nancy demands is unbelievable. It's amazing. But the, here's the best part. She's also the, just the sweetest thing ever. Mm-hmm. But if you, if she yelled at you to lie down, <laughs> I promise you, you would. I don't care what you're doing. You're like, okay, I guess it's, I mean, sure. <laughs> this it's very strong
0: woman telling me to lie down, so I'm going to go ahead and lie down. Can
1: you imagine being her kids? <laughs> like <laughs> They're messing around, and they. it's time for them to go lie down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I
0: guess we could have asked them. Yeah. <laughs> she might have just messaged me. Nancy? Eight eggs. Oh, shit. There's eight peacock eggs. She literally just texted me. Nancy did. Wow. There's eight peacock eggs in the corner. For us corner, to kill? <laughs> uh, in the corner of her peacock coop. Damn,
1: just have them brood them. She
0: said, I think that's what she's going to do.
1: Because better than us. <laughs> I bet she gets set either seven or eight out of eight. Yeah. Nature knows better, do man. Do you think
0: Evelyn is going to ever sit on her eggs?
1: If we if it was a better situation, yeah. You think so? But because we split them up at night because yeah. it's all dramaville between our ducks, we literally watched like a lovers quarrel happen today in the duck pond. There no, so you we, watched Well, yeah, I got so <laughs> I we got there. two males and two females. Well, Evelyn is the older female and Barbie is the up and comer Well, she loves the drama. <laughs> loves it. She when Big Head will chase after Terry and like tackle him and bite him and try to drown him. And Barbie just runs after and it's just like get him, get him, get him, get him, you know. And she loves it; it gets her hot and bothered. And then after Big Head beats up Terry, she grabs Terry or Big Head and drags him to the pond for some good old duck loving. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. Well, today I think Barbie was a little upset she wasn't getting as much attention because the boys are starting to get along again. Mm. And so she was antagonizing them to try to fight, and they weren't playing her game. And she was freaking out. It was weird. Ducks are very, very weird.
0: Barbie is weird.
1: Yeah. Evelyn's All the other th- ducks are normal. Barbie's a psycho, quack, man. Loudest duck ever. Loudest duck ever.
0: Oh, Barbie.
1: Oh, just like um, who she, she does. Oh yeah, she's really good when it comes to knowing when to laugh.
0: I think she laughs. I think she hears us laugh, so then she laughs. It's so like she
1: associated yeah. our laughing, and she just. It's wah, wah, wah,
0: perfect timing. Every time you make a joke outside, she will just go. Well, and it's
1: just like the penguin from Batman. What? That's his his laugh.
0: There's a penguin in Batman.
1: Yeah, he's a bad guy. You
0: know, I don't like Batman. I've never been a Batman fan ever.
1: Like of him, of him as an idea, or of the, in terms of entertainment that you've seen,
0: like the movies. Yeah, or the anything? penguin like right there, I
1: Danny like DeVito. A... When Danny, I love DeVito Danny DeVito was the penguin, that was his. Like he squawks. Huh. He's like, I'm gonna get you, Batman. Oh, yeah.
0: No, Batman wasn't for me.
1: Doesn't it suck you just can't get anything nice anymore? Yeah. I was thinking about that today.
0: This is true.
1: Everything's just made to break.
0: Yeah, like cars.
1: Like car? Oh, yeah. And well, you can, now you can't fix them yourself.
0: No. Have you seen my Oh, probably like the VW. I bet you can fix my car a lot easier than that one. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Why? So do slug bugs nowadays still have the engine in the back? Yeah. And the trunk in the front? Yeah. Seriously? Absolutely. Why?
1: Because they're so light. Is the well? It's it's efficient to actually have it in the back. So
0: couldn't they pop wheelies because like the weight's in the back?
1: Well, no, they're engineered to be balanced correctly. Oh. So they pro- I think they have the battery in the front. <laughs> well, I mean, because BMWs they have the battery in the back. Well, that's where the engine is.
0: In the. the bmw
1: no in the bmw the battery is in the back because those guys are bastards
0: (laughs) (laughs) do you remember when you were trying to find the battery for that bmw that you had yeah so i had this
1: bmw that i got and um i had to put a new battery in it i couldn't find the damn thing i i mean following all the cables but here's the best part you can't open the doors in a bmw without any power yeah so that means i couldn't open the back hatch I had to change the battery while I was leaning over the seat. Stupidest design ever. <laughs> I couldn't believe there wasn't a manual release for the hatch. Well, the and it
0: took us about, what, 35 minutes to find how to lock the doors?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because the button's like in the middle, but it's not labeled. I mean, I'm sorry if you guys are BMW fans, but those things suck. Who created the BMW? Germans. So... And they're supposed to be the smart ones. I guess losing back-to-back wars will make you stupid. <laughs>
0: Didn't they uh, make the Volkswagen, too? They did. Those cars aren't bad.
1: I like my bug. I got a 71 Volkswagen Super Beetle.
0: It's rusty orange.
1: Oh, yeah. That
0: thing is sweet.
1: Custom patina Yeah, is what I'll call it. Patina. Patina is that. It's rust. Oh. It's like, it's art. It's rust art. So what people do is they'll take, like, an acid, and they'll spray it on metal in, like, an artsy way and then they'll wash it off, and it'll be all rusty and different colors and well, I didn't and know that. Patina. I always thought
0: they just found rusty pieces of metal and put them together.
1: No. Well, yeah, I mean, but a, a that's an, a man-made patina. A natural patina as well is if metal is just left out to rust.
0: Yeah, like your truck. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah, like my custom paint patina job yeah, on my Yeah, you paid truck. an
0: artist to do that, right? Yeah,
1: well, myself. I'm yeah. self-trained oh, okay. in, in patina. Because if you notice, it's on my volkswagen it's on my truck it's on your jeep Jeep, which used to be my jeep um
0: what's up with you and russ man
1: you know i just maybe it's my corrosive personality what are you
0: doing to your vehicle i
1: i ride them i treat them like rust
0: is on the jeep is probably from louisiana right when you were in louisiana
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Humid is all hell down there.
0: Did you buy the truck? Which is ironic
1: because he, hell's probably really dry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't see it being overly humid. Can you imagine? It's like, geez, I didn't expect it to be so humid here.
0: <laughs> but imagine humid is probably like one of the worst feelings. So that's probably oh, what hell is. Oh, God. So like. it's
1: just muggy Florida hell. It
0: just bugs. It's
1: like, God, can we crack a window? <laughs> can we turn up the AC?
0: Hell is literally... Just humid and bugs.
1: And cicadas everywhere you go.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Man, chirping away. Um, But what was I saying?
0: So, um, do you think hell would be more like off a Supernatural or like off a Lucifer?
1: It depends, man. Have you seen
0: the hell on Lucifer? That's weird. Huh. They tried to make it look all ashy, but it looks like it's snowing.
1: Oh. (laughs) That's weird. No, I don't know. I think especially depending on what religion you tie to right but if there is a hell and it is let's say it's in like the christian view or whatever and you're being punished for your the evils that you did
0: uh-huh.
1: and in my beautiful version of hell you have to relive all of the atrocities so you ever so
0: that's did. like off of lucifer so yeah. they all have their own little rooms so he like walks down a hallway and can go into different people's yeah. rooms and when he goes in there it they're reliving their biggest grief or like regret i guess over and over and over and over and over again it's like this one guy ran over or he did something like really bad and um he literally relived that scenario over and over and over again and it just tortured him
1: see and i think it needs to be be that's emma um i think it need it would need to be so for people who have guilt they need to experience guilt always. They need to be just bombarded with everything that is a reminder of the wickedness that they are. But for people who are like psychos, you know, they just need to endure whatever pain that they put on other people, you know? So, and I think, I think a perfect hell would be, the punishments would be perfectly catered to each individual. Like, I don't think, I don't like the idea of mass punishments in hell. Cause I don't think that's deserving of what hell should be. Like if you're in eternal hellfire for being wicked, that shit better be the best homemade punishment ever. Damn, we're doing good too. Sorry, Cody must have
0: left. Did he leave? Yeah, I
1: heard the door. It's all right. Being a woman would suck. It does. I'm just, I'm, I am mean, I love women, but I'm so glad it I'm does. not one. One
0: time I was at uh, the Grizzly Rose, <coughs> and this dude came up. To, we were standing in the part, like the dance floor area. Came right up and just full on grabbed my ass and walked away. And I turned around, and he looked at me and smiled, and I was like, wow. All right. Okay.
1: Just the audacity of that shit, man. I can't believe it. And I don't blame women for being pissed. Like, I I
0: wasn't, I thought it was funny, but, because it, the way that he did it was harmless in my opinion, but, like, other girls would take that completely differently. Oh, yeah. And, like, when I turned around and, like, the way that he smiled, I was like, Okay.
1: Well, and therein lies the the issue, right? It's because there's no absolute right and there's no absolute wrong.
0: I took it as a compliment. Exactly. (laughs) And like you said,
1: (laughs) another girl, literally, probably one of your friends who could have been there with you would have been like, you
0: motherfucker. (laughs) That was sissy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, so, and that's the, how do you police something like that? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? It went away now. God. Jesus, that was good. We were on a good. I'm sorry, I just
0: sneeze really bad. <laughs> now it's gone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> God. Um. What was I saying? Other
0: girls could take it differently than how I would take it. Yeah. If he did it in a creepy way, I would obviously take it differently. But what's
1: a non-creepy grab if he like know. lipped his fingers after?
0: If he like came up and like. Know, like, breathes in your ear. Jesus. <laughs> like, that's aggressive. So,
1: Danielle's a touchy one. <laughs> Touch is welcome, just no. not the heavy breathing. I don't know. I think Finger it really guns. depends
0: on the situation yeah. in general. Yeah. Like, if he's looking like a creep, being a creep, acting like a creep, sounding like a creep, you're a creep.
1: So, absolutely, as a guy, we have no idea <laughs> You don't. How to act. <laughs>
0: no. Because all girls are different. Because exactly. some girls would turn around and slap the shit out of you.
1: And, but also, what the With
0: me? What I turn is, around and I laugh.
1: You, by <laughs> your own admission, have no definition of a creep. You just said, you know, just someone being creepy. It's like, what the hell does that even mean? Well, I
0: guess I also didn't feel like I was in danger.
1: That's good. You know, was like, he a big guy? No. So, so I'm screwed, <laughs> is well, what you're telling I wouldn't me. I would say,
0: like, he was huge. He was a normal, average size guy. I would say. So
1: what if he was bigger? What if he was tall? What if he was like clay? But not looking like Clay. What if he looked like Clay looks
0: like just a big old lovable sweetheart?
1: All right. What if it was like Vin Diesel? Ooh. (laughs) Bald head and everything. Finger guns. (laughs) (laughs) Ba bow. -bow.
0: It all just depends on his vibes.
1: So (laughs) energy training. It it really does.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Like, don't stand there like a creep.
1: (laughs) So if you had to say, though, as a general rule, how should men proceed?
0: Don't touch girls' butts. I would oh. say <laughs>
1: don't and, go in
0: with that mentality because I can tell you most girls will not appreciate it. So,
1: what are the signals for a green light on the drive by butt grab?
0: The butts, ugh, I don't know, uh, permission, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and like nowadays. So, just should they
1: just walk by <laughs> handing out notes and be like, okay, I'm going to do another lap and just check yes or no. <laughs>
0: Can I touch your butt? Can yes I touch no? your butt? Yes or no? no?
1: I bet you that would work. I bet you. I bet you
0: some girls would say yes. I
1: guarantee it. If a dude had the balls to go around and ask girls, hey, could I just squeeze your butt? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. I bet you. In a club, like a busy club, if nobody kicked him out, he could easily get 15.
0: I feel like nowadays, though, that alone, it would be considered sexual harassment. To just, some, just but asking no. the question.
1: But think about party girls. Think about clubs. Now remember, neither of you are huge partiers. So from a partier, somebody who loves to party, yeah, and used to party like crazy, party people are different.
0: I used to go like out to the bars and stuff though. But yeah. I, when we used to go to um, the Grizzly Rose, yeah. The thing for me, guys would come up and ask if I would dance with them, like swing dance. Like that, to me, is a nice way to get oh, like, to yeah. you know somebody.
1: Because not a lot of men know how to dance. So, so. But if
0: you come up and ask somebody <clears throat> to bump and grind with you, that's different. You know, like if...
1: But what if you were bumping and grinding?
0: Well, I guess if you're there, yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, I would think asking to swing and asking to bump no, and so grind. So, like,
0: if you're at the Grizzly Rose and someone comes up and asks you to swing... That's like a respectful thing. If someone comes up and just starts grinding on you at the middle of the Grizzly Rose, that's different. But if
1: they if they said, <clears throat> hey, you want to grind? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't have the same ring to it, <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, because then they can say yes or no.
1: Yeah. Man, the balls, though, because
0: I've, you I've just laughed. But up, I yeah. bet
1: you, if, man, that's the trick, though. That's the trick. Because you have to have the confidence to look like a fool and ask what everybody thinks is a stupid question. One
0: time I had this huge guy, like he was like six, five, like so tall and just a big dude all around. We had the Grizzly Rose and he came up and asked if I wanted to dance because I was swing dancing with Casey. And I was like, sure. He kind of was like just a big goofy guy like Clay. Yeah. Best swing dance of my life. Yeah. Like if I would have turned him down just because he was a dude coming up talking to me, I would have regretted it because it was amazing.
1: Yeah. And as a big fluffy dude... I mean, I got turned down a lot trying to dance. Yeah. But that was their loss because I'm a good damn but dancer. But also
0: just, like, you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't. You have to judge a person by the I'm, way that they, like, who they are, it, not just by what they look like.
1: True. I mean, it could have been all the vests I wore. <laughs> yeah. Something about the belly button turns off women.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's the chest hair. Yeah, maybe the it's the chest hair. Braiding
1: it was a bold choice, but it was a choice I made.
0: Do you think that um, Yetis are real or like Bigfoot? I was just <laughs> watching something about them or like they're on a commercial or something.
1: Like ever or like, now still? Do you still? think they're
0: real in general? <clears throat> like ever have been? Are, they're not the same thing, right?
1: I think there definitely was a version of them in the history of the earth. Absolutely.
0: Why do you think people still think they're here? Don't you think like if they were here, we somebody would have proof of it.
1: Yeah, and that's why they're not though, not because the mammal is too big for humans to not have found it yet. Yeah. The only things that humans haven't discovered discovered species wise is small organisms. Like we're still discovering bugs, and like small insects and. Bacteria and stuff, but mammal wise, there's not really a place on the planet that hasn't been explored. And nothing that big would not have been seen yet. Because yeah. even if it was the most extinct animal, um, <laughs> even if it was the most extinct animal, it wouldn't be that impossible to find.
0: So, have they, they haven't discovered all of the sea though, right? The ocean? Like they haven't gone to the complete depths of the ocean.
1: No. Not they can't even get a little. things
0: down there, right?
1: There's actually people say we know more about space than we do about the ocean. Huh? Cuz we can't it's too hard. We can't go that deep because the pressure is just insane. Yeah. But the here's the wild part is that there's life down there.
0: The, those like fish that have like the lights on yeah, their head. The angler whatever. fish. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they're huge. Everybody thinks they're small. They're like the size of a cow. What? They're massive. What? <laughs> I'm not getting. They're monsters.
0: I could just picture those things off a of SpongeBob.
1: Yeah. Wait. SpongeBob? They have like the little yeah, light yeah, on their Yeah. And then head. I'm finding Nemo. That's on Nemo? Yeah, down at the bottom. Oh yeah, with the light. Yeah, that's it. The anglerfish.
0: Yeah. Huh? Yeah. They're that big.
1: Monsters. But How the problem live down there. They just eat shit. I don't know. Same way we live up here.
0: Huh? Yeah. Isn't that wild? The oceans are very. Scary and we don't place. we don't
1: know anything about it. We think we know stuff. We don't know. No. We have no clue.
0: I am not a fan of the ocean. It's an unforgiving place. It
1: is very unforgiving. Yeah. Like Like, the Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda (sighs)
0: Triangle. Like, that shit doesn't make sense. It kind of does make sense to me, though, because I think it has to do with how the islands meet up, and it's just the way that, like, the current flows through there.
1: Oh, but it's Florida to Bermuda to the Bahamas? No, it'd be, like, Spain or something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, and, but anyway, it's a big piece Like the U.S. is part of it as well Oh,
0: is it? Yeah, oh, it's
1: monstrous that. Do you and think there's... it's
0: kind of like a vortex?
1: No, I think it is a very unique part of the Earth That makes our man-made vehicles not do well Because there's a bunch of methane under the Bermuda Triangle Like in that region So
0: it's something that's <clears throat> affecting Yeah, oh,
1: it's natural Well, <laughs> but there's also some people who say that it's um, like, you know, haunted. That's supernatural.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: like mm. there's legends about gods and monsters and and stuff.
0: I, I can see that.
1: Yeah. So, but anyway, but there's been over like two hundred and five um, crashes and unexplained just dis- like um, disappearances in the Bermuda Triangle.
0: Airplanes and boats.
1: Airplanes and boats. In <clears throat> that two hundred and five. And that's just in our recorded you know, history or whatever.
0: So do they still fly through and oh, like yeah. sail through that Absolutely. little thing?
1: They have to. They I can't mean, go that's around look where it. it's at. I mean, Miami, Puerto Rico, and then Bermuda. It's huge.
0: But you couldn't just go around it?
1: Well, it wouldn't make sense to go around it. Unless uh, you had like a scientific reason why this stuff happens.
0: There. I will not fly through that.
1: I. You probably have. I doubt it. Well, we have. We've I? sailed through it. We what? were on a cruise. Did it feel weird? Did I mean, other than the sensation? voices, it wasn't bad.
0: <laughs> the voices of the gods yeah, or yeah. all of the people who... Uh, I think it's the
1: lost people. No, but uh, there's some cool theories on it.
0: So, does that have to do with the movie Castaway? Like, is that how they crash?
1: No, I think that's unrelated.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh for <laughs> yeah. some reason I thought it was that.
1: No, I mean, there's this old, um, it's like a World War II boat. It was one of those old paddle wheel boats. Huh. It's sunk off of the Bermuda. Huh. Yeah. And they sailed down, and or they scuba dove down, and they found it, and they, it's it's awesome.
0: That would be cool. I yeah. would never do that, though.
1: I would. You I'd go scuba dive in there. No. Big time. No. Go see all those you uh, wouldn't come back up. The ships and stuff that have sank.
0: Yeah, go see all the people that died there because it's evil.
1: <laughs> I mean, we've gotten pretty good about fighting evil.
0: Not when it's not man-made.
1: That's true. We are cut kind of... I mean, Ghostbusters had it figured out pretty good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but we don't know the how to defend against Mother Nature. She's a crazy
1: bitch. Well, we're getting pretty good at it, though. I mean, we, we used to not be able to breathe underwater. Take that, Ocean. I mean, that's its biggest defense, right? And the more we figure out how to breathe underwater, the less it can hurt us.
0: Yeah, but you can't stop those naders.
1: The tornaders? (laughs) Yeah, you can, because we've built shelters that can now withstand the force of them. So it's like, what's up? Yeah, but you you
0: still can't physically stop them. You can't say hey nader stop it.
1: Yet, what if we somehow devise like a uh like
0: a big old you hit a button and it shoots the thing yeah, like it a thing at Yeah, like a sonic
1: yeah, sonic boom that displaces the air and like reverses the vacuum and now it goes up into itself and it destabilizes it and now it's not a tornado anymore.
0: That would be amazing.
1: Wouldn't that be amazing?
0: I think tornadoes are super cool. It
1: would take, like, a special vehicle, right? They'd make it one that wouldn't take off, and they would drive, and the device would be on top of it. And they would just drive to where the tornado is. They would activate it. The sonic waves would shoot up (laughs) into the sky, essentially just changing the pressure, correcting the pressure, and then, boom, there goes your tornado. It's
0: like a... Suicide bomber. Just sending someone into hellfire. Well,
1: I guess the problem of putting more vertical pressure, though, is a tornado does suck. So if you drove something in there and then shot something up into it, (laughs) really, I think you'd just be adding (laughs) to the suction, making everything worse. So
0: you'd have to hit it at the bottom.
1: You'd somehow have to suck. So it'd be like a big vacuum.
0: You put it in your something and you suck it. Yeah, you. so
1: you'd have a bomb on the bottom. That would make a net like a shockwave that would create negative pressure, and then it would then suck <laughs> down to Earth. And there you go, solved it. All
0: right, well, let's uh, get that All sorted. right,
1: scientists. All
0: right, Tesla. <laughs> Figure it out. You mean Elon Mr. Musk? Mr. Elon,
1: <laughs> you're smart enough. Figure out the bomb that doesn't kill everybody that still makes a negative dome hole.
0: We want in on it though. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, I only want like 10%. I'm not greedy.
0: I can live off of 10%.
1: I watched the whole thing on the Bermuda Triangle.
0: What'd you learn? What's a fun fact about it? Um, Other than the 206 people that have died there.
1: No, not people. That was just boats. Just boats. vessels.
0: Like full airplanes.
1: Yeah, airplanes and boats full of people. So the people's probably triple that number. Oh man. Minimum. Um, But also, so one of the theories about the boats is there's a lot of methane in that part of the world. And if you get a methane release, it makes all the methane go up to the surface, which makes it a negative buoyancy. So if there's a boat that's chilling, all of a sudden it wouldn't float anymore and it would sink. What? Yeah. So they think that's part of it because there is some earthquakes. That would uh, be...
0: Terrifying, yeah. It's All like a of a sudden sinkhole in the ocean. It is
1: literally a sinkhole in the ocean because <laughs> you're just going and then now you're not buoyant anymore.
0: You're just Nothing sinking. you can do
1: about it. It just water is no longer buoyant.
0: Holy moly. Holy guacamole.
1: Pause.
0: <laughs> Did you know, Mark? Do you know this? Do you know where rubber comes from?
1: Rubber trees.
0: No, I was hoping you didn't know. Ah, it's because you looked it up.
1: No, so that's funny you say that because I thought I was kidding. So, I so I I'm familiar with the phrase rubber trees, um, but I did not know that rubber actually comes from rubber trees.
0: Yeah, it's a rubber tree. Like I'm pretty sure that's what it's
1: called. Really. So, what do they do?
0: It's like, so you know how you get syrup from a tree? How they like tap yeah, yeah. into it, hook the bucket up or whatever? Yeah. That's what they do.
1: Then they boil it.
0: Well, I don't know what they do from there. But now they probably
1: render it down the same way they do syrup.
0: That's mind blowing to me. Why? I don't know. I just wouldn't picture tires and like rubber, like stuff like that, to come from a tree.
1: Para. The rubber tree. Para. Rubber tree. Para. Para. The para-rubber tree,
0: Heather shiragina Brous- tree, the-
1: jeez, okay, <laughs> or most commonly the rubber tree is a flowering plant belonging to the Spurge family. That gives us no information at all. Isn't that the sp- but yeah, look at that syrup. I did know that rubber is white. Did you know that? No. Yeah, rubber is white. I we said- make it black for tires.
0: I just, yeah, I don't know. I didn't know tires came from trees. Yeah,
1: so old rubber was all white. Because we didn't care to make it black yet.
0: How do they make it black? They dye it. Why?
1: For looks.
0: Why don't they make tires different colors?
1: That's a really good question. (laughs) Right? I wonder why not. Maybe because they'll get dirty? Well, who cares? There's white-walled tires.
0: But that's the inside of the tire.
1: I wonder why. Yeah. Because that's a million dollar idea. I would have Can you imagine tires. being whatever, the Firestone that figures out how to make cu- like custom color tires? Is it a thing, Lindsay? They aren't meant to
0: be used for daily driving. You're black, boring, yet reliable. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus,
1: for God's sakes, we just want to make a podcast. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Emma! <laughs> <I'm sorry.
0: laughs>
1: I can reread it. It's physically painful. <laughs>
0: she got upstairs. I mean, I looked at my
1: <laughs> All right.
0: That's so funny.
1: So, let's see. While different colored novelty tires exist, and are available for consumers to purchase. They are meant to be used for daily driving. Aren't meant to be used for daily driving. Your black, boring, yet reliable tires actually have a good reason for the specific color. And has to do with the longevity and the safety of your tires. That sounds like a cop-out <laughs> bullshit. Sounds like the
0: cheaper way to <sighs> no make way, tires way, man. Is I feel like
1: there's probably some... Somebody's got money somewhere. And they, if they make color other different colored tires, it's going to throw it all out of whack.
0: I'd buy them if they weren't too expensive.
1: Well, you can buy them.
0: Oh, they are real.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you can buy different colored rubber. So they do dye in black. There's a reason. I don't know why. For safety. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, of course. That's the biggest cop-out ever, though, right? Well, oh, it's for your own good. Okay, that cool. Is it? Thanks. Uh, how about you let me choose? You? How about you just tell me what the risk is, and then I'll assess it myself.
0: Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: Huh. <sighs> Well, I was hoping that you didn't know that
1: about the rubber tree, yeah,
0: apparently, there was a rubber shortage at some point, yeah, way back in when. the war, yeah, people so were donating tires.
1: everything they were donating their cars for scrap metal, they were donating their tires, they were donating like everything they had their their wood burning stoves.
0: who are they donating it to?
1: the government, why? for fucking propaganda that's why well the idea was to support the war effort but here's the thing you know why they did it the number one way to get the american people to support this war was to get them involved to make them think that there were shortages of everything sound familiar
0: shortages
1: (laughs) yeah there was there was some but not nearly to the degree Hmm. absolutely not if you look into it a lot of the shortages weren't real They were part of, they wanted to get Americans involved.
0: Like the toilet paper shortage. Like the toilet paper.
1: I'm telling you, it's how you make a common enemy. Uh. So yeah, so rubber was a part of it though, right? So people were donating all this rubber and that, a lot of it went to making the vehicles and the guns and the stuff like that, right? So the Mm -hmm. scrap metal, the rubber and stuff. But a lot of the, like the food shortages and whatnot, you know, like the makeup, nylon, like nylon shortage. So yeah. women were donating their pantyhose and stuff. Oh. It was just a way to get everybody involved in the war effort. Huh? Yeah, man, you needed a united America. But we're just not, a, not as good at uniting anymore. So they have to, now it's pandemics. No. Yeah. They have to make it global. Because the best way to get people to get along is to give them a common enemy. And unfortunately, right now, they're just making it the common enemy is Republicans and Democrats. Yeah. And it's just like, you guys don't understand. We're all on the same team. Let's go after the real enemy. But right now, everyone's just fighting. And that's what they did back then, too. The propaganda. Like, if you ever want to see some cool stuff. I mean, you got Bugs Bunny used to dance and be like, buy war bombs. We'll buy war bombs. You know, he was a little more funky with it. But what are you saying? Buy war bonds.
0: Buy war bonds.
1: Yeah, to help support the war effort. Oh. So this is, I mean, Bugs Bunnies for children. Yeah. You know, so it's all propaganda, but also it's almost a necessary propaganda. Because there is an enemy that needs to be defeated. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine if we wouldn't have fought Hitler? No. You know what I mean? Like, what would that have meant for Europe and the rest of the world and then eventually us? Yeah. So there is a time and there is a need for war. But also, you need a united country to be able to support something as big as a war. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't just have this squabbling nonsense. You need a whole country supporting the war effort. And right now, if the whole country would take a step back and support the cure effort, like corona, and keep their eye on the prize and what actually matters, we wouldn't be dealing with this crap anymore. But right now, we can't stop fighting each other, and here we are.
0: Fighting everybody. She
1: is blowing me up with farts. <laughs> Emma? Jesus Christ. It's like 14 of them now, man. <laughs> are you I can't serious? take it. I've are been putting s- on a brave face. I can't do it. <laughs> Emma, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's awful. It's awful. She, she needs to go squeeze her, man. She's got, she's backed up. <laughs> Emma, move it. Don't light a lighter. We might die. All right, dear Danielle. (laughs) No. (laughs) All right, dear Danielle. I got a question for you this time. Okay. Okay, so if you were God rich, right? Like you had just money, Mm -hmm. Vatican money, right? So literally whatever you want to do. What would be your extravagant, rich person, like, quirk.
0: What do you mean, quirk?
1: So, like, for example, one of my quirks, and I'll, I'll try to think of another one, but one of my quirks would, I would never want to hold anything. Like, I don't want anybody to hand me anything. I don't want to have to hand anybody anything. It has nothing to do with germs. I would probably shake their hand and hug them, and then they would hand whatever they had to give me, to my hand person, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I would never want to touch anything. I would want to walk through the store and be like, that pork loin. Actually, in this, I could see me doing it at like my private butcher. Mm-hmm. So I would be all up in the meat, but regular stores like Best Buy, oh, hell no. I'd be like, I want that TV right there. And I would never, and then I right, pay him. I wouldn't have to tell him though, right? I would just say, I want that, that, and that. And then it would just be mine now. So that would be my, like, but again, I wouldn't be a jerk. You know, I'd be like, Hey man, I want that one, please. All right, cool. Thank you. Mm. But I just, I don't want to touch anything. So if somebody went to hand me like papers, my hand person would take them. And I'd be like, Hey, cool. Thank you very much. Yeah.
0: yeah. Huh. Um, I would definitely never blow dry my hair again. Really? Yeah. That's the worst.
1: So you would have somebody do it for you. You would have someone do your hair every time you shower.
0: Not, no, cuz my hair looks nice when it okay. dries naturally, but the times that I do have to blow dry my hair, it's a, the <laughs>
1: worst. You got a blow dryer, girl. So
0: I'd have a yeah, somebody blow dry my hair.
1: Huh. Um I mean, that's just kind of like you have an assistant. Re- yeah. That's like famous. You i um, what's your god level wealthy?
0: Probably never cleaning anything ever.
1: Ever. Like not even put trash away. Yeah. You just would have somebody take your trash and I Take don't know. I bin. can't
0: picture living like that, though. Like I would do it. I would throw it away. Well, like so... I would. I would feel ridiculous <clears throat> having somebody just like always behind me. Like, oh, gotta grab that. Oh, gotta do <laughs> this. Oh, like no. I'm still a person. I can still do that stuff, but well, definitely yeah, don't but... want to blow dry my hair. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I mean I get you there because it's not a it's not a fact that you're incapable. It's just something that you don't ever want to do again.
0: I would probably have my meals always cooked for sure always have like breakfast lunch dinner snacks
1: just what if you're hungry you got someone on tap yeah hey man I want a bologna sandwich yep
0: I would never I want sushi
1: (laughs) you know just whatever you want hey I want sushi you got it yeah I want a cheeseburger no problem
0: got it oh chicken
1: fries steak shepherd's pie I mean any oh can you imagine see wouldn't that be
0: great just always having endless food
1: yep And not having to be a burden at all. You just somehow have everything of every ingredient you ever need.
0: Yeah, that would be my rich thing. Oh. Just food.
1: That's a good one. Mm -hmm. That's a really good one. I definitely would never drive anywhere.
0: I don't like when people drive me, though.
1: No, no, meaning I would never get in a car unless unless I wanted to.
0: Like you would just always stay home?
1: No, I would have, like... A teleporter or a helicopter, <laughs> but I wouldn't have to go to designated helic like landing pads. Just like I could house. just be at the Waffle House and just hovering above the Waffle <laughs> House, and no. I just clip on, rappel down, order some waffles, clip back up. There I go up back. That would
0: be kind of crazy. Wouldn't
1: that be amazing? No but traffic. But again, you're so rich, it doesn't matter. Doesn't you can literally rich. do stuff like that. No traffic. They can just hover there, and if they run out of gas, the second helicopter comes and. Weights, because it's, it's taking it a little longer.
0: <laughs> like, That's so expensive. Holy cow.
1: Exactly, but it, you're that rich. Like, can you imagine being so rich that you could just give somebody a million dollars? No. I can.
0: I just hand it out. Like, you get a million dollars. No, for real. You get a million Like, just
1: walking down the street, say I saw somebody do something really nice. Or like, say I saw a dad um, have a lesson with his kid. Like, he was crying, and he handled it really well. And I could just be like... <laughs> Hand guy. (laughs) (laughs) Million dollars. Give that dude a million bucks. It's like
0: off a Dumb and Dumber when they get that money. And then he's walking up the stairs. He's like, here you go. Yeah. Here you go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, for real. Wouldn't that be amazing? She's like, hey, you know what? I feel like you deserve this. Yeah. There's a million bucks.
0: I think if I had that much money, it would definitely go towards like helping more. Like bigger things for sure. Like it would mostly all go towards dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Thing.
1: so I would invest in small businesses yeah big time yeah I'd basically be like Shark Tank but without the TV show yeah like the and this will happen so when I when we become rich um, I'm gonna set up the Gibbs Foundation it's going to be grants for small businesses where I buy into percentages you know one percent five percent whatever and then hey man do it you know be successful I want to help people achieve their dreams. And if they do succeed, I get money. And if they don't succeed, hey, I I invest as much as I was willing to risk. Because mm-hmm. to me, I look at it the same as gambling. You know, if I'm going to invest in somebody, I sure as heck want to get my investment back. Mm-hmm. But also, people fail. Mm-hmm. So if I don't get, hey, it's it's a risk, I guess. Same as putting 50 on black. Well, I'm putting $1 million on, you know, recyclable um, clay pots or something. You know, just a company. Somebody who's trying to start a company. I think that'd be great.
0: See, I don't like gambling. No? No? I don't understand it. I
1: love it. That thrill. I don't
0: don't understand why you would put in so so much money and then just know that there's a huge chance you're not getting any of it back.
1: But there's also a chance that you're going to get more than you put in.
0: I feel like the likelihood of that is lower.
1: Well, of course it is. But that's why it's a risk.
0: No, not worth it.
1: <laughs> to from a, I guess to a non-risk taker sure, but to somebody who is a risk risk taker, and that's kind of hard to say. <clears throat> but when so, to somebody who is a risk taker, <laughs> I lost it. I don't think I'm getting it back. Somebody who is a risk taker, <laughs> um, the thrill is great because the times when you do win, it's worth it. You know, because I'd rather fail a hundred times, and win big once. They never try.
0: Hmm. I don't have anything to say to that because I don't live that way at yeah. all.
1: And that's okay, though, because you need the non-risk takers to also exist because a lot of times you lose more times than you win. Yeah. So you do need those people who are more um, slower and a little by the books or there'd be nothing left.
0: <laughs> i just stay in the safety lane.
1: Yeah. You know, don't well, because we need an example, right? Like, oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't let my life get too out of control because I could end up like her.
0: Do you think that there will be a time when people are not a thing?
1: Like if, we keep, if we keep doing what we're doing, absolutely.
0: You think all humans will I be think a
1: we're going to lose our place on the top because we're going to run out of what we need to live.
0: So what do you think will be the next superpower?
1: Superpower? Well, like... Oh, like species? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, either aliens (laughs) are going to come and enslave, or it would just be the next homeosapin, really. Really, whatever survives the plague. So I guess really it would be humans again. It'd probably be a different version, though. So say, for example, if we um, destroy the planet and made everything super acidic. And because it's just um, high CO2 levels, which turns into poison rain, poison rain gets in the drinking water, all the acidity of the planet rises because the pollution that is in it. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is a good possibility because of what we're doing. We're making everything very toxic, you know, and but humanity, if the species survived it, which it would because we're doing it at a slow enough pace. But if you know the there'd be a different type of human, though you'd have the humanity that's way more poison resistant, you know, way way more tolerance for bad things. But then the ironic part is, is if they started to fix the planet, those toxic people, well, they would start to destroy their planet in a way because they're taking away the thing that they now thrive on, Mm. you know, and like life just finds a way. It has an amazing way to just keep on going. And that's what I love about it. That's why I have this just undying faith. in people to do it. Because they can. They're all like... Where there is life, there is will to be successful. And that's just the way to go. Like what a good way to think about everything. It's like we can overcome. Even if we destroy this planet. It's only destroyed for us. The next, The next part. The next people... They're so good. They're going to adapt and find a way to survive even after it's been destroyed. Mm. That's how much faith I have in humanity. They're just disappointing me as shit right then, right now. But like, I literally have an unwavering, just total faith that humanity will always find a way to make it. Mm. And the only thing that is stopping us from being an absolute utopia is our heads are so far up our asses that we can't figure out how to work together.
0: Yeah, I can yeah. agree with that. Yeah. For sure.
1: So, so I would say with that, we can leave it on We Got Lost. Yeah. This was a big one.
0: hmm I
1: don't know what it's going to edit down to, but this, we we went all over the place.
0: Yeah, we had a special guest named Emma, Yeah. she really made it just go.
1: Yeah, and then shout-out to Nancy for being awesome. She's been listening.
0: Yeah, thanks, Nancy. Yeah. Definitely love the uh, yep. article about Mars.
1: <laughs> Very cool. So, yeah, and all the support from our people. Ray, Ray, Adrian, you guys are the bomb. Keep it up. All right, we're gonna we gotta get out of here.
0: <laughs> I gotta get out of yeah.
1: here. Yeah. All right, so like usual. See ya.
0: Peace out, Girl Scout. Huzzah! Huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> 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 <laughs>